I'm Michael Brennis, and this is the Showbiz Roundup. Chad McCullough brings his quartet to the Garver patio on July 23rd for a COVID-postponed release show for his new record, Forward. Chicago Jazz Magazine highlights Chad for his lyricism as a player, his imaginative writing, and for leading a synergistic quartet of some of Chicago's most idiosyncratic musicians. Why don't we start with uh, just a rundown of what the show is going to be on the Garver patio for Bluestem, who's coming, and what's the repertoire going to be? Uh, so I put out a record uh, in October in the middle of a pandemic, which is a bad idea as it turns out. But uh, so I'm kind of rescheduled all of my CD release shows. So this is going to be a s- album release for for this record. It's called Forward. Um, so it's all my original music and the band uh, on on the date. It's actually going to be a little different from the record. It, uh, it'll be John Dynamire on drums and Matt Eulery on bass who are on the record. And then um, Mike Pinto is playing guitar for this date, which I think will be very, very fun um, on the, on the album. It's Rob Clearfield playing piano and Ryan Cohen had uh, sequenced a whole bunch of uh, really, really cool parts uh, like uh string and orchestra kind of parts throughout. And uh, so I figured for paring down a guitar player would be a great way to mix those two and just get like the soundscape kind of stuff and also the written material. So yeah. sounds very cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a, it's a patio show, so you can't really bring the orchestra. Yeah. It's difficult. It's more costly. <laughs> so you got your undergrad in Idaho and then mm. your master's in Washington State. Are you from that part of the country originally? Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in Seattle. Okay. Yeah. What, what was the scene like there for you growing up? Uh, it was great. Um, you know, I, uh, in high school, there's a lot of incredible high schools that still are like kind of legacy programs out of that area. Um, and I didn't go to any of those high schools. I was not good enough. So I, um, you know, kind of had a slow start and slow introduction, but there were some people in the scene, like older people that really like helped me and uh, gave me a lot of opportunities. Um, Guys like Jay Thomas, Tom Marriott, Dave Marriott, um, these like jazz musicians that were a couple of years older than me and like helped, you know, kind of helped me fill in the gaps in my knowledge. And then I I went to uh, the university of Idaho and that was great. It was great to be at a small school. I was, real bad at music by that point. So it was awesome. I mean, I just kind of learned by uh, doing, you know, I could do in the middle of nowhere and we would just play gigs everywhere. I mean, I played at a movie rental store, so I didn't have to pay for movie rentals during the summers, you know, and just anywhere and, and trying to learn, trying to learn new tunes, trying to learn more about the music and, so, and then by the time I went to the University of Washington, I was, um, you know, it was, it was close to home and I could just sit there and practice for 10 hours a day. So that was what I wanted to do. And I had some great teachers there as well. And yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. I think there's, there's possibly another Madison connection among those older cats that you were talking about in Seattle. Uh, I noticed that Bill Anshell played on one of your recordings. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was in Madison for a number of years in the 80s. 
And uh, wow, I actually, I actually studied, didn't know that. I studied with him while he was here. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I knew he was in Atlanta for a while. Did you? Did he go to Atlanta after Madison? I think after Madison. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm not sure if he was in a grad program here while he was here, but I don't know. Somehow wow. we had access to the university facilities, so yeah. I put vibraphone into a piano room and we talk about jazz theory. So, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bill is incredible. Actually, my uh, teacher at the University of Idaho went to Madison also. So yeah, it was fun to call him and be like, hey, <laughs> I'm now teaching there. That's awesome. Speaking yeah. of that, um, you are an adjunct assistant professor of jazz trumpet here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Yeah. Is, is, that a yeah. new, is that a new gig for you or have you been doing that? Uh, I just finished my second year. Okay. So, yes, new. And last year was, you know, a yeah. weird year. So it feels like I, I haven't been there for a, for a full year yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. For the fall, I'll be doing a coaching an ensemble and doing the trumpet stuff. So. And you're also, you have a similar position at DePaul in Chicago? Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. splitting your time as best you can, I guess? Yeah, you know, I, the Madison thing will have me up there one day a week. Uh -huh. So it'll be a long day, and I like I like the commute. It's not a big deal. So I, you know, get some time to listen to some records and mm -hmm. buzz my mouthpiece a little bit, and <laughs> then I'm there, and I can, you know, it's cool. Yeah. I bet you wish we had a train, though, don't you? That would be preferable, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, someday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the new record is Forward, called Forward. Were you aware that that's the state motto of Wisconsin when you were titling that record? As such? <laughs> I was not. Really? It is? It's something like that. That's on the flag yeah. or something. I don't know. Oh. Oh. Well, there we go. There you go. It's kismet of some sort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's funny. would you like to let us know who did the cover photography for that record? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Tom Ferrella, the doctor. The man, the myth, the legend, Thomas Ferrella. Yeah, it's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, I uh, was on his website po poking around and, and saw this image and was like, wow, that's so cool. And kind of has like some motion to it, you know, and it just, it was captivating. And uh, he's been so cool to me and so supportive. And I thought like, this would be a great image to kind of like invoke the mood of the music. And it, I, I, I got so many compliments on that cover. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm really, really pleased. So that was, that's the, how the connection happened. You were just sort of, were you on his website accidentally or oh, searching for? Uh, well, I had come up, I, I'd played a couple, um, maybe one or two gigs up there. Um, and he was there and, you know, super supportive and excited and just wonderful. And uh, I think he posted something on Facebook or Instagram or something like this, some, some photos. And I was like, whoa, that's really cool. And so then I checked out his website. Others have mentioned this, but I really feel like the, this new record kind of reveals the influence of Kenny Wheeler to an extent, like the, the small and large ensembles era Kenny Wheeler yeah. is yeah. that is that correct what other influences are you drawing and I yeah I mean that's a I feel like uh, 
uh, embarrassed a little bit of that, like not because it's like, I mean, Kenny Wheeler is like, it's, it's like, a, you know, I heard this quote the other day about like, you know, uh, this guy who writes plays and he was like, you know, you write, I'm paraphrasing, but like I write a play and I have this idea and, and then all these people dissect it and talk about like all these, you know, meanings of like introducing these theological concepts or this like greater concept and it's overarching. And he's like, I, I mean, I just wrote the play. I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I understand and appreciate those things, but I don't, and, and I feel like, you know, like getting comparisons to like Kenny Wheeler or like I, anybody, it's like, whoa, I don't, I don't deserve that. Like, I mean, I've listened to that music so much. And of course, like, I love that music, but I, I, I don't feel, I, I, at no point, like, did I go in to be like, man, I'm going to do this Kenny Wheeler thing. Or I want to sound like Freddie for a line, mm -hmm. you know, any of this kind of, I mean, I love, love Kenny Wheeler. I love Miles Davis. I love Freddie Hubbard. I love Kenny Dorham and Woody Shaw and Charles Tolliver, you know, and, and, and I, at the same time, uh, this record, maybe more specifically than any of mine, like I just wanted to play. And that was the goal was like, we're just going to play. We're going to play these tunes and, and with those guys in mind. Like it was really kind of a specific thing. Rob Clearfield uh, lives in Paris now and he was back for a week. And, and so it was like, look, let's record this stuff. Let's just, you know, play. And um yeah it was it there was never any that uh wasn't intentional let me just say that you know um it's it's humbling it's also just kind of like what really wow it's strange to hear those sorts of things so yeah i mean i i didn't really mean to imply that it's like a copycat thing because it's no no it's no but I just even like illusions of that you know it's like it's it's i feel all sheepish I just feel I feel like it's it's kind of magic in a way like you know you listen to something and then you as a listener you go I I really hear the thread you know continuing from this other stuff that I really like and you know yeah. it's just kind of amazing in a way that that you know that it, the music works like that you know Yeah 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 I feel like I mean Kenny's stuff has that for sure that like l c continuous line you know um i also feel like a lot of great music does where it's like it's just thoughtful and deliberate you know and so maybe that comes i i was maybe more deliberate than thoughtful with this music but i feel like the musicians playing are are, are very very much both of those and it really um it helps then I think also that Ryan Cohen, who is like one of the most intense and brilliant musicians that I've ever been around, like for him to put the, the, the after post-production stuff on this, I think really, really tied it together in, in the right way. So let's talk about that for a minute, because, you know, that really stands out on this recording. I think um, it's, it's unusual and it, you're kind of like, are these string patches? No, they're not quite string patches. It's, there's something else going on here. And, and to hear that it's post-production, so like maybe reactive to what you originally recorded, that's very interesting, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we did it, and and Ryan was uh, interested. He he's been doing some mixing, and and so it was like, yeah, man, why don't you mix my record? 
And then he started and I said, what if you put some, I know, I mean, he's been writing a lot of film scores. And he's, you know, working on that area of his kind of, you know, depth of what he does. And, and uh, so I just quickly put some stuff on GarageBand, like put a track in and then just played really lame string things. And he was like, yeah, dude, this totally works and it adds to it. And so that was the, the cool thing was it was just the whole purpose was to add to what was already there. And so he could kind of pick his spots and not ever get in the way of things. You know, it was, it was kind of a unique situation to be in. And I think at some point there's like bass flute doubling um, some flugel lines. There's, uh, some synth patches and some string patches. And it's, it, it, I don't think it's ever, um, because it was re reactive, like you said, it's, it's never, it doesn't feel like it's too much, mm -hmm. you know? So, and it was post. So like we could, you know, go and take stuff out or add. And, and we had a lot of discussions about like, now this part here needs to be this, this is the peak. And Ryan would be like, man, I feel like the quartet should just be there alone. And, it, you know, and we go back and forth with like, this is what I want here. I want this to be big. I want this to be small. And Ryan would fight me on it. And usually <laughs> he was right, you know, just because it's hard when you're in the middle of it. And, you know, I'm just worrying about the trumpet sounding okay. And to have everything else, like, uh, he, you know, he brought a different perspective to the music that I thought was really cool. So would you ever consider doing something along the lines of like, you know, those records of Craig Taborn's where it goes beyond sort of that reactive thing to like, you can't even really tell what's going on. You know, there's some yeah. production that would you ever consider? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not a purist in any form. Like I feel like it's super cool to, you know, because it's a studio record and we can do so much with the studio that, you know, if, if I'm making a live record, uh, we should, you know, just go to the club and play and have an audience there and play. And that's your live record. And it's cool. Uh, and, but like in the studio, yeah, we should be working on that stuff and mixing and mastering and post adding stuff and taking things away. And I, I just feel like it's exciting. It's like a, a whole new element to things that jazz musicians maybe don't think of because we want it to be 1964 really really badly mm -hmm. some know. of us some of us do yeah. some of us don't yeah um, yeah yeah i had an experience using technology in a way i hadn't previously considered um during the pandemic you know when you yeah. couldn't exactly play with other people i just thought yeah. wait a minute synthesizers yeah <laughs> you know synthesizers so yeah yeah yeah, it's, I, you know, that's, but it's hard. It's hard to like get out of that mindset of like, wait, I could just create some things, you know, and we're all creative musicians. So that's the funny thing. It's mm -hmm. like, just to give yourself permission to create in other ways is challenging. Yes. But once you do, yeah. the effects can be quite yeah. astounding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Anything else you wanted to talk about um, before we wrap up? Um. I feel like, um, you know, this, this record for sure was like, um, I think it was an important one for me because I'd been doing so much collaborative stuff that I wanted to 
put one out under my name. I think it was, it's been about 10 years or so since I had 11 years or something. Um, and yeah, that was kind of the goal was like, I wanted to, and I'm like such not that personality of like trumpet out front. Yay. Trumpet. And, uh, and so I want, you know, wanted a band from Chicago that was just these like incredible musicians that I could just kind of exist in. And I feel like we really did that. We did a good, good job of that. Um, and I'm I, the few times lately that I've been able to play this stuff live. It's been so much fun because it's like putting it, putting that, you know, like I'd, I'd heard it so much with this you know, post-production perspective on it. And so then to like play it live again, it's just been really, really fun. So we're doing this show in July. Um, and then I've got, I think, 10 days in Europe in October. I'm playing a lot of this stuff. Um, and so, and then a, a few things around the Midwest in the fall, um, Cleveland, and South Bend and Madison. So it should be fun. Well, I, I hope we'll see more of you in Madison now that, you know, you're coming here. Maybe, maybe you could come more than one day a week. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, and I, I hope, um, I would really like to put some things together, like on those nights that I'm there and just really make a full day of it. I think that'd be really fun. So, because there's such a great scene of, you know, musicians, music supporters, just artists up there that I feel like, even though it's been, two years this will be my third year like i feel like um i'm i'm eager to get to play with more people up there and, you know yeah i mean we can't be really, a part of that we can't really count the last year and a half yeah right Just right pick right. it up where we left off you know? <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah cool Chad, it's been really a pleasure talking to you today and Thanks yeah. so much for being on the on the show. My pleasure. Absolutely. And we look forward to seeing you on the Garver patio. Sounds great. That's it for another episode of the Showbiz Roundup. If you'd like more information about this show or any of the past or future shows presented by Bluestem Jazz, you can head over to bluestemjazz.org. And you can follow my doings or be in touch via rattletickbuzz.com. Catch you later. <laughs>